0: What's up, H-Town? Welcome to the Believe in Astros podcast, your home for all things Astros, with your hosts, sports writer Jeff Balky and Astros broadcaster and former third baseman Jeff Blom. Now, here's Balky and Blomber. What is up, H-Town? Good Monday morning ah there's a it's a sweet sweet smell in the air and i think that smell is world series baby the astros swept the yankees now seven and zero in the postseason as they head for their fourth world series in six se- seasons and their second in a row they will face the phillies in Game 1 of the Fall Classic, starting on Friday. My name is Jeff Balky. I am your host, normally here with my partner Jeff Blum, who is out today. He's out of town. So I'll be filling in on Episode 22 of the Believe in Astros podcast on the Believe Podcasting Network. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher. Of course, normally on YouTube, although this is going to be audio only today, so we'll just have to deal with my... Uh, mellifluous voice Uh, be sure to like and subscribe to keep up with us you can follow us on twitter at believe in astros b-l-e-a-v in astros you can find me at jeff Balky and blummer at blummer 27 send us comments questions we'd like to hear what your thoughts are going into the world series are you nervous about the phillies i'm not sure i haven't done my deep dive into the phillies and we'll certainly blummer will be back later in the week and we'll do our world series preview but uh, Team of Destiny, they said the same thing about the Mariners, and you see where they are now. Anyway, uh, before we get too far into this, I want to uh, have a word for our sponsor, Bet Online. Basketball is back. That's right. The Rockets have been in action, not looking great, but they're very young, very fun. Bet Online remains your number one source for all betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info player news, and game trends at BetOnline. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf, World Series, anyone? Just saying, Astros are starting at a minus 185 for this one. I want to get your money down. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code Believe—that's that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right. So let's talk about last night. The Astros, in a really the most exciting game of the series uh, versus the Yankees. Uh, Didn't look good early. Uh, I can honestly tell you that my wife decided it was better not to be in the room with me. She was probably right. I maybe had a little bit of the Sunday blues mixed in with the, oh no, are the Astros going to lose this one? Now, admittedly, I was not as worried about losing the series, but I just wanted them to sweep it just so we could get it over with have five days we could reset our pitching we wouldn't have to worry about throwing Justin Verlander or someone else out there um and and that's exactly what happened but it was it was a wild game um much more wild than what we've seen you know we've seen a lot of good pitching uh so far in you know in the ALCS the Astros bats have been a little suspect Um, I think Blummer and I talked about last week. We're like, is anyone going to get to like six, seven runs? Well, the Astros got to six last night, and they they needed every one of them. Uh, Lance McCullers came out and pitched. There was an hour-long rain delay, which was really bizarre because the Phillies and and the Padres played through like horrible rain, like horrible rain, right? And uh, the same weather system, because Philadelphia is only an hour away from New York City, Basically came through, except at Yankee Stadium, it was just sort of sprinkling. Yet they pushed it back an hour. So the got a late start. I don't know if that affected Lance McCullers, but he was not great early. Gave up three runs. Ultimately gave up four runs in the game. Three of them earned. Those three runs came uh, early in the game. They were up already 3 to nothing in the second. But then Jeremy Pena in the third... You know Nestor Cortez, who pitched for the Yankees and had been solid for them all year, something was not right with him. Eventually, it was revealed he had a uh, some sort of a groin problem, and they left him in to face Pena, and that was a mistake because Pena took him deep to left field, tied the game up at three. Astros tacked on another run, got a had a four run third. Yankees did come back, uh, scored a couple more runs, including another home run by Harrison Bader. I mean that guy, he didn't do anything for the Yankees. In the regular season, after he was acquired at the trade deadline, but man, in the postseason he has been ridiculous. He hits a home run; they're up five-four. Then the Astros go into the sixth, and it's really a comedy of errors for the Yankees. I mean, a misplayed double play. Um, There was that—you know—it was just—it was a wild inning where the Astros ended up scoring a couple of runs, getting back up six, and then the bullpen just locked it down. I mean, look. The Astros gave up five runs. All of those came in the first six innings, and all of those came from Lance McCullers and from Hector Neris. Hector Neris gave up one hit, and that one hit was Harrison Bader's home run. So you can, you can live with that, right? After that, it was Abreu, Montero, Presley did not allow a single hit. Not a single hit. Speaking of single hits, Aaron Judge had the last at-bat – and went down on a a weak ground ball back to the pitching mound. Judge was one for 16 in the ALCS with a single. I mean, the MVP and the guy who hit, you know, 62 home runs. Was it 62 or 63? I I, I didn't, I'll be honest with you. I did not pay attention to the home run, you know, uh, record. I just, it's the Yankees. I didn't really care. (laughs) Anyway he's going to be a free agent. So it was really sort of poetic that he was the last guy up there. But regardless, uh, the Astros finished him off again, pitching, 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 just kept them in the game. It kept them going. It shut down the Yankees when they needed to. And look, kudos to Dusty Baker for leaving Lance McCullers in there. There were plenty of people who thought he should come out. Uh, My friend Eric texted me numerous times that he felt Lance should come out of the game, and I was preaching patience. Listen, I don't think you pull guys like Lance McCullers or like Justin Verlander or those types of guys. I think you need to leave them in so they can attempt to find their rhythm. These guys have great stuff. You know, Blummer says this all the time. These guys don't throw, they pitch. They have a game plan. They know what they're doing. McCullers did not have his best stuff. But he's still really, really, really good, and he's been there before. If the Astros were going to give up a game, let's say they were set to lose uh, yesterday instead of win, do you want McCullers going out there for five or six innings, taking the loss, and then pitching, you know, three guys, two or three guys after him in that loss, or do you want to pull McCullers in the second? when the Astros are down and then still end up losing the game, except now you threw six relievers and you have a game the next day. So kudos to Dusty Baker for being patient. He, this has been his MO all season long patience, you know, a steady hand, you know, and, and rely on your, on the guys that got you there. He's done that and he has been rewarded for it. And he's going back to yet another world series. Um, Jeremy Pena named MVP uh, arguably Alex Bregman could have been on that list too but Pena just so dramatic with the home runs and it's so great I mean what a story that has been that Jeremy Pena who I'm sure many fans did were not really familiar with him I'll be honest I wasn't super familiar with him in the minor leagues I knew who he was. I knew you know, that he was a good player, but I didn't know that much about him. I knew he'd been on the taxi squad last year. But here he is coming into takeover for Carlos Correa, one of the best players in baseball. And he... Just was absolutely sensational. You look at their numbers throughout the season. I mean, Carlos had him on batting average and OPS for sure. That is, uh, you know, because Pena had such an up and down season overall. Just, you know, he's a rookie. That's what is going to happen. But they had the same number of home runs 22. They had virtually, I think uh, Correa had one more RBI than Jeremy Pena had. They had roughly the same number of bats. And, uh, Pena, you know, Pena was great. He was great, and he's been great in this postseason. And they've needed it because Jose Altuve has not been great. But he's starting to creep back in. Now, is he back? Listen, he was two for four last night with a walk and a pair of singles. He had an infield single that was legitimately maybe the closest call I've ever seen, ever watching a game. I mean, it was a it was a legitimate tie. and tie goes to the runner, he got—and he was called safe, and, and it stood— But Jose Altuve looks like he's beginning to get back into that groove again. And that is good news for the Astros. Not good news for the Phillies. Um, But it is something that I think all Astros fans have been hoping for and watching for. But this team, let's just talk about their 7-0 in the postseason. Two sweeps, Mariners and the Yankees. And let's just, you know, if you look, they have gotten nothing out of their DH spot. Trey Mancini again last night with an offer. Um, they basically got nothing out of the DH spot. Um, Kyle Tucker has not been very good. Jordan Alvarez—they pitched around him much of it. He ended up uh, with a hit last night, a couple of hits, I think. Um, you know, and and starting to feel a little bit. Jeremy Pena finally, but Jeremy Pena hasn't been great in this series. Jordan Alvarez hasn't been great in this series. Kyle Tucker has not been great in this series. Really not. Kyle Tucker hasn't been that great in the postseason in general, but you look at the rest of these guys, Chaz McCormick, you know, Chazzy Fizz with the Chaz chop, you know, and you look at guys like Christian Vasquez, who's come in and played a, played an important role. Uh, Jeremy Pena playoff Yuli Gurriel, because everybody had written that guy off. And then Alex Bregman, the steady bat in the middle of the lineup. That is what has kept them in these games uh, offensively while their pitching just went out there and mauled people, just mauled them to death. And you can't say enough about the pitching. I mean, it just – I don't even have the numbers yet. I haven't really pulled a bunch of numbers. I'm probably going to do that for a story for the Houston Press middle of this week. But their pitching has just been sensational. I mean, they had one – Justin Verlander has had one bad outing – in the postseason, in terms of you know a, a, a rough pitching outing, Lance McCullers wasn't great, but he, he ultimately was you know gave up three earned runs, pitched five innings. Overall, the Astros' pitching has just been incredible, incredible top to bottom, and the bullpen. I mean, I don't even know what to say about the bullpen. Uh just unbelievable and their defense again and the yankees had a gaffe defensively that's twice now in this series the yankees had errors that led to runs um the astros are just I, I look they are all these people love saying the that the astros are their daddy i think the truth of the matter is is the astros are a horrible matchup for the yankees So, you know blummer has talked about it on this podcast they're just not a good matchup for the astros you know, or vice versa, I should say. They swing a lot. They swing very freely. The Astros locate pitches really well. Uh, they are able to pitch to these guys and pitch around these guys. And frankly, um, their pitching just isn't great. I mean, they have a couple of, you know, Garrett Cole's very good. Nestor Cortez was very solid throughout the season. Um, Severino has been very good. But they don't have a lot of great bullpen arms, a couple of really good ones. They're just short on a lot of things, and, and the Astros just exposed all of it. And I think, as somebody said on the postgame last night, you almost have to play pitch-perfect baseball against the Astros to beat them because they do not beat themselves. The Astros do not lose. You have to beat them, and it's very difficult to do because you've really just got to nail it. You really just have to nail it. Um, And the Yankees couldn't do that. So the Astros are on to the World Series. As I mentioned, game one is Friday at Minute Maid Park. It's another seven-game series for those unfamiliar. So it's 2-3-2 with the three in the middle coming in Philadelphia. Uh, Cold weather will be a factor. I mean, we're getting close to November, and it's going to be chilly, so the Astros are going to have to prepare for that. Um, I have not done a deep dive yet into the Phillies. That's what I plan on doing today. Um, we know right now that they are going to have to, that the Astros are going to have to deal with some serious bats. In some ways, the Phillies look a little bit like the Yankees in that way. You know, with Harper and Hoskins and Real Multo, they, they have really good hitters. Um, and uh, Bryce Harper is just destroying baseballs right now. So they are really, the Astros pitching will be challenged. The Phillies also have two really number one starters, but the question is going to be pitching depth. I think for both teams, how are the Phillies going to be able to match up pitching depth with the Astros and how are they going to match up defensively? They have some suspect defensive question marks, I think for the Phillies and the Astros just don't have those holes. Now, the Astros are going in favored, like I said <laughs> in in the announcement. They're, uh, I think, a, a minus 185, uh, but that doesn't mean they're going to win. I think the Astros are the best team in baseball, I think, uh, in every possible way, but that doesn't mean they're going to win. The Phillies are feisty, and it's going to be a very, very interesting series, I think, to sort of break down, and Blummer and I will be doing that later in the week, probably on Thursday. Um so stay tuned for that. I also want to mention that my <laughs> my wife's father's family are all from Philadelphia. So for me personally, it is going to be a real interesting series because there are a lot of people who love the Phillies from up there. Um, my wife's uncle Donald will be here. In fact, he's flying in today. We will see him throughout this entire week. All through the weekend. In fact, game one of the World Series on Friday, we'll all be together in Austin at my brother in law's house watching that um, together. That should be fun. And I'm also really interested in it because um, my father in law's cousin, Artie, who they grew up together, um, and uh, when I was, so my, just a little personal aside, um, my uncle, my wife's uncle, Donald, uh, has a house on the Jersey Shore in Avalon, which is South Jersey. South Jersey, very different from North Jersey, the Jersey Shore kind of stuff. South Jersey, mostly people from Pennsylvania, specifically from Philadelphia. And um, really sort of beautiful, iconic sort of, you know, beaches and northeastern kind of life. And uh, the family gathers there almost every summer. So a couple of years ago, I was there and... Uh, uh, my father-in-law's cousin Artie was there, and they were giving me hell because of the cheating Astros. <laughs> this was probably, I guess this might have been 2018 or 2019, and they were just all over me over the Astros. And they could not believe that I was totally, you know, that I understood. And then I was just kind of dismissive of it and said, yeah, well, we still have a trophy. (laughs) So they are rabid Phillies fans. And I'm really hoping the Astros are able to wipe out the Phillies and I can have something to Lord over them in good fun. Obviously, these are all wonderful human beings who I love and, and uh, respect. So, we'll we'll just do it gently as as my colleague at the Houston Press Sean Pendergast likes to say sports hate not real hate <laughs> that's the name of the game anyway i'm going to cut it off for now i've got to go uh really dig into the phillies and start figuring out who this team is and and uh you know what the astros are going to have to do uh to beat them not just beat them but i think listen the astros can cement themselves as one of the best teams, perhaps ever, if they go through and run this. I mean, they have, they have a, a chance at a real legacy here. I mean, look, setting aside 2017 and all the nonsense that happened, this is a team that is going to the World Series for the fourth time in six seasons, second time in a row. They've been to the ALCS now six straight times. They are a dynasty in every sense of the word. And so I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to digging into it and figuring it out and and hopefully not being quite as uh, pessimistic during these games as it was last night, because I'll be honest with you, I was not real happy until I was happy and then I was thrilled. So lots more to come from us uh, later in the week. Blummer will be back. Uh for episode 23 obviously we'd like to thank our sponsor bet online go to betonline.ag and uh you know drop a drop a sawbuck or two on the astros if you don't mind um obviously we want you to keep joining us give us a follow drop us a comment hit that subscribe button um and you know get ready folks strap in and get ready because the h is going back to the world series We will talk to you later this week. Thanks for listening as always and go Astros.